fit lately it's because the body activates 17 muscles when you cry so between that and the fact that i'm always running late i have my strength training and my cardio covered fitness is my passion thank y'all if you haven't heard of canada's josh silberberg you should check him out he's the thick you guy you just heard on tiktok and josh i'm really sorry i can't say it the way you do his bite-sized videos have garnered 65 million likes he's got nearly 2 million followers and nearly half a million people also follow him on instagram the up-and-coming social media influencer burst onto the scene from his bedroom in his parents' house in suburban Toronto last year. Even his bubby now watches his posts. His videos are mostly about funny song lyrics, but also about his body image, being a bad dancer, and about being gay. But with the rise of anti-Semitism in the wake of the recent fighting between Israel and Hamas this spring, he's also tackling anti-Semitism online especially in this climate of 2021 and everyone liking to support the underdog and cancel culture and all of these sort of like almost baseless and toxic um, viewpoints that are just exploding through the internet and through the younger generation. I think that the Jewish community needs to do a better job at priming the public and even just sort of like talking to the public and engaging with people not in our bubble all of the time so that when times like this do happen they see us as human and not these inhumane monsters i'm ellen besner and this is what jewish canada sounds like for wednesday july 14th 2021 welcome to the cjn daily sponsored by metropia Josh Silberberg never expected what would happen when he began posting his snarky and cute and self-deprecating videos about being 27 and living at home during the pandemic. Now, the internet sensation has left his job at a Toronto furniture store, he's got a manager, and he's even selling custom merchandise with his trademark line, Think You, and that's spelled Y-E-W. But being an influencer on social media has its drawbacks. There are haters who post bad things about his being gay, and there are those who are posting bad things now about Jews and Israel. Coming up, we'll talk to Josh Silberberg. But first, here's what's making news in other parts of Canada right now. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau spoke Tuesday with Israel's Foreign Minister Yair Lapid. It was the first private call between the two men since the new Israeli government took office. Lapid tweeted that the pair discussed ways to move the world away from extremism and polarization and instead work towards the common good. The Israeli embassy in Ottawa tweeted something a little different. They wrote that the two talked about shared democratic values and that Trudeau emphasized Canada's strong support for Israel, including during the recent hostilities between the IDF and Hamas in May, called Operation Guardian of the Walls. You've all heard that Canada is going to be holding an emergency summit on anti-Semitism next Thursday, chaired by Professor Erwin Kotler. In preparation for the summit, the Jewish community has been asking what you think should be discussed. And we also want to know here at the CJN. So please send me your ideas of how the government should tackle anti-Semitism. You can email them to me at ebesner at thecjn.ca, or you can go to the CJN's Facebook page and post them there. I'll make sure to include them in our coverage. Again, my email is ebesner, E-B-E-S-S-N-E-R, at thecjn.ca. Being a TikTok star is certainly an unusual career path for a Jewish boy whose father runs a chain of bagel restaurants and a mother who works at a local synagogue. Let's welcome Josh Silberberg now to the CJN Daily. 
you're the brother that didn't go to theater school, right? And you're the brother <laughs> who wasn't supposed to be in an arts. So yeah. how did this flip around and how is that going over in your family? It's funny. I didn't expect this just as they didn't expect it. You know, COVID started. I worked for a furniture company, living my life. And my friend had said, oh, have you been on TikTok? And I said, isn't that for little kids? And he said, no, like, check it out. It's actually kind of cool, whatever. So I downloaded the app. And within a few days, I was completely enamored. I was addicted. I'm in. So I just started posting some videos. And it was definitely a slow evolution to the point where I'm at now with my content. But I just started posting some videos and just sort of seeing and the reaction. I mean, not every video, but the reaction was quite good to the stuff I was putting out. And I think people found me entertaining. And so I just kept posting and people kept watching. And really, I'm so fortunate in that I really just like found a group of people. And it's funny because those close to me are like, I'm so not surprised because you're just being Josh. And the Josh that I find so funny and the Josh that I love so much is like, being appreciated by millions of people around the country and around the world. And like, while they all like laugh and are like, oh my God, they're so, you're so hysterical. Like, I can't believe I just discovered your page. My friends will say to me like, oh, this is so something you would have just said. Like, it's so you that it's really funny because it was never something that I intended to like really become a career for me. And like, it's weird, you know, here we are. I've watched a lot of your uh, content and um, the Black Lives Matter post you made and of course about you know lgbtq and pride issues i don't see a lot or anything about jewishness i definitely found myself caught between a rock and a hard place because my page is supposed to be entertaining and apolitical and but that being said when serious issues do come up including ones that impact my own community i do think it is my duty to speak up i don't know if you know this i actually did do a live stream with a few other jewish creators as well as a jewish organization out of the u.s actually on both my instagram and tiktok throughout the situation that was happening in may in israel and spoke on it so i definitely don't want to give the impression ever that i pick and choose every other cause except my own because that's definitely not the case um Jewish advocacy has always been something that's close to my heart. I mean, I went to Jewish school growing up. I went to Jewish day camp. I grew up in the community. So actually, I did a lot of commentary and responses to a lot of other videos that were, I found to be very anti-Semitic and hateful. So let's talk about this deluge of hate against being Zionist, being Jewish, that has happened since May. Um, it settled down a little, but not, not it's not gone for sure. Um, as someone who's in that sphere... How do you balance not wanting haters to come onto your TikTok and just delude you with hate being Jewish versus standing up for the, you know, your truth, right? When hate exists in any form, including the anti-Jewish form, I think it is our duty, especially as Jews who have traditionally been persecuted to stand up to it. So I think it's super important to sort of just watch yourself and make sure that when you are commenting on it, you're coming from a place of education and just behaving with class. I think that the second that you almost like lean too far into this like hateful rhetoric and respond with hateful rhetoric from your perspective, it just looks like two school children fighting. I think that if you can talk from a place of education and speaking your truth, I think that you're setting yourself up for people, even if they don't agree with your viewpoint, to at least 
acknowledge that you're educated and that you do know what you're talking about. And so I think that I just, you can't let the hate get to you. I mean, there's going to be trolls. I literally just the other day had to like go through my DMs and like, just like read like a quite a few, even still like just from May that have to do because you'll see I commented on a post that was supporting the IDF or whatever it was. And they'll say like, how could you support these monsters? Blah, blah, blah. And I think it's just important to be able to like choose what you're going to engage with. If something is just completely anti-Semitic and hateful, it's like, I don't even have the time of day to like entertain that. I'm also no stranger to getting hate. I mean, not to divert the topic away from being Jewish, but like I'm a gay person. So it's the same hate in a different form. And I'm really fortunate enough that I've just grown a thick skin and I'm so accustomed to it that it doesn't phase me or scare me. I mean, if I'm going to lose followers for living my truth, then I probably didn't need those followers anyway. But I do think that's something that the Jewish community needs to do as a whole is really emphasize, especially because these problems aren't solved. It might have been a little bit more quieted down right now, but they're not solved. And I think that for the next time or the time after, I think that the Jewish community needs to do a really good job at educating all the time and not just doing this sort of like reactionary educating when something flares up. So about the family, you do a lot of stuff in your house, of course, and I've seen your dad in the kitchen pouring water on you. uh, But how are I haven't seen your mom or or your brother. uh, How is are they okay with being? uh, And now Jack, of course, is is part of it. Is that all okay with all of them? No, like they've been so great. I definitely would love to include my mother and brother in the future. You teach uh, your Bubby how to do TikTok? Um, my grandmother, I am so impressed with her because she's not tech savvy. Like, but somehow she has figured out TikTok. I'm really not sure how. And every time I post a video, I will get a phone call from her congratulating me every single post. And she's so supportive and I applaud her so much and I'm so lucky to have a grandmother. She's the only grandmother I even have a left live. So especially because of that, that is so supportive. And even just on top of it really touches me. What's your favorite part about being Jewish and what's your least favorite part? Okay. Amazing. My favorite part about being Jewish. And this is something that I literally talk about with my boyfriend all the time. He's not Jewish is our culture around family, I think is something that's so unique and so special. I think that no matter sort of what sect of Judaism that you come from and what really just sort of like background you come from, this one commonality, whether we're in Canada, whether we're in the US, whether we're in Israel, whether we're in Mexico, wherever, anytime you meet a Jewish family, I feel like there's this just sense of commonality in the way that we interact with our family and the way that I feel like family with people who could be complete strangers There is nothing like getting off the plane and walking into Tel Aviv airport and just like having this feeling of like, I'm home, even if I haven't been there in so many years and just people in the streets jobbing each other and just talking in the market or inviting people for Shabbat dinner that they barely know. It's it's so special. And my least favorite part about being Jewish is probably uh, some of the Jewishy food is not my favorite. Jewishy, like Ashkenazi Jewishy? Yeah, yeah. I don't like gefilte fish. It's not for me. I don't even really like kugel, if I'm being completely honest with you. Silberberg is monetizing his fame now a little bit. He's doing a few corporate sponsorships. He's got some cameo greetings. And he hopes to get into show business on the big screen. And his Thank You merchandise that he sells on the FanJoy website also has a new line that was just released for Pride Month with the rainbow colors and the words... 
Love you. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to John Friedland in Richmond Hill, Ontario. He listens to the podcast while he's lifting weights. We'll end the episode now with a little more from Josh Silberberg. In honor of Pride Month, I would like to introduce my boyfriend. And what I think makes our relationship so special is that Jack is really the first boyfriend I've ever had who's actually been aware that I refer to him as my boyfriend. Thank y'all. 